everybody. Welcome to Trust Your Journey on Blog Talk Radio, and we have an awesome, awesome show for you today. It's on trusting your journey through stress, and uh, the beauty of this is it's something that everybody goes through and everybody deals with every day of their life. And so, Sherry, we are all we're really looking forward to the show today. Oh my gosh, we're so excited. Uh, just to let everyone know what Candace has done in my family's life, uh, number one, she's just amazing, and I've got uh, the honor and opportunity to do a couple of classes just helping uh, women focus on goals and stuff with her. And and then also uh, just a couple of things that she's helped my family with. Candace actually, I sent my daughter to her as she was entering into her senior year of college, completely stressed out, didn't couldn't sleep, couldn't function, couldn't figure out how she could do her schoolwork, sorority, boyfriend. Like, she couldn't balance everything in her life. And she said, it felt like I slept for 600 days in a row. It, it felt no, that good, Mom. And then wow. uh, another another thing is when my mom found out she had leukemia, she just, had bad anxiety and Candace was so sweet she was like Sherry yes I'll talk to your mom and it was amazing the tools that Candace gave my mom to help her in that horrible time of her life that she was facing something she never thought she'd face so thank you for that Candace and and I'll just let you tell everyone a little bit about you and what you do okay well my name is Candace Ronster and To sum it up shortly, every day I get to help ordinary people like yourself and I um, break through barriers without breaking down, barriers that are holding them back, feeling like they don't have control over their everyday circumstances. And I use hypnosis as a tool to do that. And, Sherry, I have to tell you, your mom made a huge impact on me um, as well. She's one of my favorite clients still to this day, and she taught me several things in that session. (laughs) Oh, good. That that makes me happy. Well, Candace, so uh, so for everybody out there, uh, she is a um, for for five years now. She's uh, she's a certified, been a full time certified hypnotist. Uh, she has her expert and uh, expertise and skills are into the laws of the subconscious, which I love, 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 Candace. That's a big thing that I talk about because the subconscious to me is a lot of the self-talk that goes on in the head. Um, and, and everybody knows stress. I mean, we've all experienced this in our lives. We've all had it in our lives. And it's it's really that state of mental tension and worry that's caused by all kinds of problems, big and small, you know, um, that come through our lives. And it's funny, uh, I was at the hospital yesterday with my mom and uh, just for the day and, and in the emergency room dealing with some issues with her. And, and you know, there's all kinds of stress, as you know, Candace and Sherry, in a hospital situation. And, and I was looking at, I was looking on the wall and I was thinking about our show today and there's pain meters on every wall, right? And they go, hey, they ask the patient, how do you feel, what's your pain, 1 to 10? And you, and you describe it. It's funny because I almost wanted to put a stress meter up there. Like, what's your stress level right now? Like, one to ten, you know, pick a number. And uh, so I was thinking about our show today, but, you know, Candace, I'll, I'll let you just kind of dive in because I know you have some awesome thoughts, and, and we're just grateful to have you on the show. I just wanted to share that with you. Well, thank you. No, I agree. And they have the little pictures there for the pain meter, too, with the faces. That they're making. Yeah. I can imagine what the stressed-out ones would look like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the is an amazing thing, and it runs 80 to 90% of our lives on a daily basis. It's doing the work for things that we don't even have to think about. But it also runs all the things like your heart rate, your blood pressure. Um, so, And those are all things that stress affects anyway. 
And with stress, the biggest thing to think about is that you've got to believe it can be different. We can never eliminate stress from our lives, and we would never want to because without it we wouldn't have any victories. We wouldn't have any successes. Stress is necessary in our life. We've got to redefine how we think about it. It's our resistance to those things in life, um, you know, our spouse, our finances, our health challenges that cause the most stress. Our resistance and our thought about stress, how we define it, and we automatically hear the word stress and we kind of cringe on the inside. We think, oh, that is bad. Stress is bad. I hate to be stressed out. But think about some of your biggest successes in life, the biggest victories, the times when you really felt good. Didn't it take stress to get there? And I like to think of stress as just a messenger in my life that says, hey, you're changing. You're going through this tension that's required to get you to the next level, to get you through the barrier, to get you over that wall. Um, And there's lots of things that we can do and some very simple things that we can do right there in the moment that gets us out of that stress waterfall. Um, Sarah, you said something about stairways yesterday. You know, if we think of stress and we want to take the elevator to get the heck out of there, or we want to take the stairs, you know, we think of the stairs being the long way around. But if we can just take one step at a time, that stress can be the good kind of stress, the you stress, the momentum. Beth, I shared with Candace uh, my thought process on how stressed I was when I was in Rhode Island and uh, found out we had not had house insurance for four and a half months because our agent, it just didn't put it through. And I told her I created my own stress because even though he was correcting the situation, I was thinking, what if my house would have burnt down? What if I would have got robbed like you just recently were? What if all of this stuff in my mind and I created such stress? And then then I told you my analogy. I looked in my mind very visual at stairways and an elevator. And I thought, I can take the elevator and just say, I'm done with you and have a new agent and 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 get insurance instantly through somebody else. Or I can just scream at him and tell him how horrible he is for how he handled the situation. Or I can take the stairs, which is really looking inward and thinking, have I ever made a mistake? Has anyone ever shown me mercy on a mistake? And can I be the bigger person? And then I thought, when mm-hmm. I take the stairs, I'm healthier, not only in life by exercise, but when I take the stairs, I'm healthier in my mind. So you're exactly right. I taught myself that. Now I'm always going, take the stairs, Sherry, take the stairs. Well, you know, and if you physically took the stairs, you would actually release stress. One of the number ways, number one ways to alleviate any stress is to move. You've got to get out those cortisone levels that that flight or flight mode sets in your body. Otherwise, you know, we're sitting there and something happens at work. You can't really run away. You can't really, you know, get your boss. So <laughs> moving, taking the stairs literally would be a way to get rid of that stress. Boy, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive into this with you, Candace, because uh, because I love, so love the subconscious mind. Um, how much of stress is controlled by the subconscious mind? Like 99%? I mean, most of it? I would, is say, it? I would say, yeah, I would say close to all of it. It's not the things in our life or the circumstances. It's the stuff that we cause. 85% of the things we worry about that we ruminate over never happen. 
and 80% of us say that once we've actually gone through those things, the outcome was way better than we ever considered it, or it came out in a positive way that we never even thought of. And our subconscious mind is simply a system that has been designed by us based upon habit. And the more we think of those negative things, the more those negative things are in thought. You have like forty to 60,000 thoughts a day. 75% of those are the same from yesterday. So you're Good still having gosh. the same thoughts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So same so, so forty over to sixty. So just to clarify, forty sixty thousand thoughts a day. Seventy five percent of those are a repeat performance from the day before. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Your your subconscious it doesn't care if a habit is good or bad. It doesn't define it that way. It just knows that whatever you did yesterday that kept you alive, that kept you like in that state of homeostasis, you know, that neutral state. That's what it's going to go to. That path of least resistance. What you know. But what you know isn't necessarily what's best for you. So all of those self-talk conversations we have that are negative, they continuously happen because you've continuously done them. Again, your subconscious doesn't care if that's good or bad. And that's the it number just, one place to start. It's just, a ha- it's just habit. It's just habit. It's just habit. It's just there, and wow. it knows that you did it yesterday, and you're still alive today, so there's, there you go. <laughs> so... So I got a question for you. With with um what do you find out there um and probably from I'm sure you go to conferences and you talk to a lot of other people that do what you do and in some ways I I definitely consider you a life coach. Um what do you find out there is is the most common uh stressful situation amongst people? Is it is it relationship? Is it is it family friends? Is it health? Is it work? I mean, is is there one thing that's common or is it just such a big Big blob, there's no way to distinguish. Well, money is the number one thing. Money, work, and relationships. We tend to think of our health last, and we've got to change that because changing our health could change the level of stress we have. But it's money, work, then relationships because people want to provide for the people they care for. And, you know, that stress comes along, and people will report in the last month because of stress they're yelling at the people at home that they're working the hardest for and their work is causing the stress, and then it goes all back to the people they love. But money, right. work, relationships. Wow. So the ripple effect of one thing really flows into all the – put stress in all other areas of your life. Absolutely. If you can just pick one spot to start, one area that you're wanting to eliminate um, some of that chronic ruminating thoughts, that negative self-talk, and reduce the level of stress, manage the stress, take control of it, it's going to have the same positive ripple effect in return. Okay, Sherry. I I wrote that all down. (laughs) I know, no kidding. (laughs) Candace, one thing I wanted you to touch briefly on, too, is Candace also helped my father, which Candace will be very proud to know, has not touched a cigarette. This man smoked for 50 years, he had many battles. My dad is probably one of the happiest alcoholics you've ever met. I mean, he's uh, been uh, free of alcohol for a few years now, but very random in my childhood and so glad to have that relationship with him now. But one of his struggles uh, when he had a massive heart attack was giving up cigarettes. I mean, he had COPD and he had knocked the bottom part of his heart out and so uh, we called Candace in, and, and she's so great. In, in just a few sessions, uh, she took uh, – he has never smoked one cigarette since Candace helped him almost two years ago or a year and a half ago, however long that's been. And, 
And uh, so, Candace, I have to think that that's uh, cigarettes or addictions are something we kind of grab at too whenever whenever we're stressed. Absolutely. Um, I had a man tell me one time that, you know, cigarettes were his best friend. It, they'd always been there, you know, through the divorce, through the kids growing up, they were there. I had another individual tell me one time, well, it's the only vice I have. It's the only thing that I have. It's that crutch that we lean to. Whatever, um, you know, we're doing to escape the reality that we're in, but it's a tension-relieving activity. And tension-relieving activity can only last for so long. Um you know, for instance, your dad, it took something this scary to kind of wake him up. However, once he realized that his reality was he didn't want to be a smoker. You know, what he really wanted was everything opposite than what a smoker, you know, was going to get him being. And it was like switching a little light switch off in his head. You know, you know, this is going to change everything. And, again, it's starting at that one place. Most people who have a habit that's not healthy for them, if you ask them what they wanted to be, you know, what healthy was to them, would define everything opposite from what that habit bringing them. But they never sit down and think about it. They never let those thoughts enter. It's only the thoughts of, this is going to be better for me. But the thing about a cigarette is, it's not the cigarette that's making them feel better. It's those long, deep inhales and exhales, getting that oxygen in the body, circulating it around. The nicotine is actually making them feel a lot worse. Right. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Okay, well, I'm glad I don't smoke. <laughs> well, I, you know, so, I tell all my smokers to still take your smoke breaks, but take your breathing breaks. Go out there and, you know, breathe in to count of four, hold for a count of four, release for four, because that's what's getting you going. Still take your breaks. Still have that time for yourself, because that's healthy. The nicotine is just contradicting everything they're wanting from it. Powerful. That's powerful stuff. So I was going to ask you because um, I, I, um, I'm, I'm him hawing around on this one a little bit. But uh, so I, you know, <laughs> I had cancer. I had cancer back in 2004, and uh, I tell um, a, a lot of people. I haven't really spoken out loud about it, but I will now since you're on the phone, Candace. But um, <laughs> so I, I tell everybody that yeah. Well, I tell everybody that the cancer I had was created by stress, and a lot of people look at me like I'm crazy uh and 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 when i say i manifested i don't mean that in a horrible way i I think i i would i probably shouldn't say it that way i should probably say i stressed myself out into cancer uh but the the thing that's so important uh for me today for you to share to other people is how stress impacts the physical body and i know it did with mine i know i compromised myself uh with stress but uh but i think it's important for everybody to know because this is the reason you want to learn to to understand your self-talk and understand your subconscious mind and understand those 60,000 thoughts that are happening in your head because at some point they do possibly catch up with you uh, in a little way, a big way, or, or a grand way like they did with me. So I, I know you have a lot of information on that, Candace. Well, I, I do, and I'll share the most pertinent thing that comes to mind. And, Sherry, this is the thing that your mother kind of taught me. Um, we were talking about how she was resistant to the treatments that they tried. It was chemo, I think, or radiation she was resistant right. to at first. Well, mm-hmm. she asked me, her mother also had cancer is what she told me, and she said that every yes. day that she took her mother to treatment, she said, I will not take chemo. I will not take chemo. She said she told herself, over and over, all day long, in every treatment for months, and I don't know how long the duration lasts, but I will never take chemo, I'll never take chemo. And she asked, do you think that I'm resistant to chemo? Because I told myself, you know, well, heck, I don't know, but that sounds 
I mean, when we tell ourselves that something's going to be bad, it's going to be bad. We believe right. ourselves over anybody else 99% of the time, even an expert sitting there. So when we're believing those stressful thoughts and we're believing that situation of causing this, we are literally programming our body to have those physical effects. For every mental thought you have, there's a physical reaction in your body. Again, think of what happens to your body when you imagine the word stress or you think of a stressful situation in your body, it shows up. You can feel it. So stress causing cancer, I believe that wholeheartedly. It's not causing it, aggravating it, making it worse. Mm-hmm. One of the things with you know, the treatment you go through, you think about chemo and radiation, you think about how sick you're going to be, your hair, all of the negative things. You don't think mm-hmm. about this as a life-saving True. thing. Simply changing the way we look at the treatment and the way we look at cancer or, you know, seeing chemo as an opportunity, you know, having a positive outfit. The Mayo Clinic's done a lot of great things with hypnosis and chemo treatment, but we will manifest, we make ourselves sick with the thoughts we have. When we have the thoughts of a stressful situation, that 85% of things that we think of that never happen, our body is responding to them because of one thing. Your subconscious cannot tell the difference between reality and a dream. It does not know the difference. So everything that you're thinking, your body is having the same physical reaction as if it were really occurring. Wow. That's that's powerful. Okay. Well, that just wowed me. Okay. Well, thanks, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know... uh, do, do you think Candace and and this is this is turning into a show about Beth? Uh, do you think that um, different life events set the set re, re, recalibrate your subconscious a little bit? Like for instance, I can tell you that the the cancer totally put my uh, uh, I, I don't stress over hardly anything anymore. Right? I mean, I just don't. So it it totally recalibrated my subconscious. Uh, less fear. Uh, a lot less stress, and, um, you, you know, so how does that work? I mean, does, is it just something I, you go through? I, well, no. I, the thing is, you form all of your coping mechanisms by the time you're 10 to 12 years old. Your basic perceptions and how you're going to handle things are formed from your environment, from the peers that are around you, things that are important. Um, I've even worked with some people who had ideas formed by, you know, their favorite TV show that had a moral story at the end of it. So all those coping mechanisms you carry into you with adulthood. So when you're dealing with all of these adult-type situations, these life events that are pretty major, you've got to change. You've got to reset that blueprint, that pattern of handling things. Otherwise, you're going to continue to operate off of a childlike mentality and create the same stress. And you know that what we resist will persist in our life. And you can hear the same thing from the same people and the advice and the tools, the techniques, but until it becomes pertinent in your life, until you're going through that life event, that's when you're going to hear the information you need that's going to be like that aha moment that gives you the opportunity to move forward and, you know, let it go. You can well, They used to say that we couldn't change our patterns of thinking, that once you got over 25, you know, no more neural highways are, you know, programmed in your brain. But we now, thank goodness, know that you can continuously teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> That's I a great that. way to put it. And I, I so believe in that. I so believe in that. And uh, because so many of us think this is, how, how often do we all hear this, Sherry, whether we're life coaching or Candice, you probably hear this, this is just the way I am. And you're like, no. I, I, I tell everybody that. When we're life coaching, Sherry, we hear that all the time. Well, this is just the way I am. And I just go, no, that's the way you, you think you are. Uh, yeah, I'm and, a, and I can't, hope, right? Yeah. 
Go ahead. I'm like, so that's what you want to be? That's what you believe you are? You know, that's what, you know, you are what you think. Just like those old cafeteria um, commercials, you know, containers that say you are what you eat, you are what you think. And if that's wow. what they choose, <laughs> and it's just well, simple as change thought. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sherry. I mean, it's as simple as that, changing that thought. <laughs> Well, the thing that I love that you're saying is is uh, kind of like uh, what my mom said about my grandmother having cancer. And uh, Beth, I'm sure your outlook before cancer was different when they told you I have ca- you have cancer. The same thing, you know, I was there when my mom had cancer, and I said the same exact thing. I would never get chemo. Oh my God, we, you know, I went through so much with her. I saw her almost die five different times at MD Anderson in the ICU, and and then literally one time said, come get her, Jesus. Like, I'm I'm done. I'm exhausted. And and so, like, going through all of that, but I remember afterwards my sister saying, Sherry, I'll never get chemo. And I go, really? Because I never wanted to have a C-section having children. But when I had a three-and-a-half-pound fibroid <laughs> uterus, um, I was like, cut it out. I don't care how big the scar is. So I think under that situation you have a choice. And sometimes, like you said, resisting you know it's 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 uh we can't find the good in the stress but the stressful event you know changed my life getting that removed and and keeping it was definitely a more stressful situation so i think a lot of times you know taking the stairways like i said instead of the elevator it's just so much healthier for you just figuring out about carpools out in front of you you can create your own stress at that very single moment oh my gosh i'm so angry you can get road rage you can change some I've seen somebody last week on TV shot somebody, you know, from road rage. Or you can say, I'm going to take the stairs. I mean, I'm sure I have pulled out in front of somebody sometime in my life. Absolutely. <laughs> I hey. it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so, Candace, I've, uh, I, I know we, you know, we're kind of winding down in time a little bit, but do you have like, you know, other than us uh, coming in to see you or calling you, uh, do you have three things you would share with our listeners or two things or something that would help them to uh, to deal with stress in their lives? Absolutely. I've got um, three things that I want to share, and they're very simple. Um, you know, the one thing you, we mentioned, the physical health, you know, being, get up and move. If you're in a stressful situation, Move, walk, you know, if it's at work, walk outside, see the sunlight, go up the stairs, down the stairs, but just move your body. Do something to get those stress hormones out of your system because, like I said, we don't always have that option to fight whatever we're up against or to run away from it. So move. Um, You know, my daughter and I, we have a timer. We set it, and it goes off, and it's dance time at our house. We get all stressed out. Uh, you know, the second thing is water. Drink water, staying hydrated. Your brain is working for you all day long. You're 70% made of water in your entire body. Your brain is made up solely of water. And you want those synapses to be able to fire as quick as you want to move. And if you're not drinking water, they're not going to do that. You're going to find yourself walking into a room thinking, what did I come in here for? Um, and the third thing is to laugh to laugh, to smile, and they've done tons of studies on it. Just simply smiling for 90 seconds will eliminate all of that stress that you just built in the last 90 seconds. Wow. Wow. (laughs) I love that. Just pull up YouTube. There's tons of funny videos on YouTube. I mean, go on Facebook. You know, I told Sherry the other day, I read something that suggested, you know, if you're feeling down, go to your profile page, and when it's your birthday, look at how many people wished you a happy birthday. That you, you know, people you haven't seen in years. 
that's a that's a great one right there. That's a great one. I love that. Love it. Love it. So, well, awesome. Well, uh, you know what? I mean, uh, we'll have to have you on again for sure, Candace. It's uh, I know for me and for Sherry. Uh, I know you've really blessed Sherry's life and her family, and uh, and you've been such a blessing even for me today. Uh, just to hear some of the things you said, and hopefully some of our listeners. Um, I will tell you this: if you guys, I'm sure Candace wouldn't mind if you want to email Sherry or I uh, and reach out and ask Candace a question or two. I'm sure. She she wouldn't mind uh, getting back to you through our emails. Uh, you can always email Sherry or I, uh, Beth at TrustYourJourney.com or Sherry, S-H-E-R-R-Y, at TrustYourJourney.com. If you have any questions for Candace, we'll be glad to pass those on and, and get those answers back to you because she is a wealth of information. Uh, Candace, I learned so much today, so I'm, I'm grateful and thankful for you, uh, you know, for coming on the show and being with us for sure. And uh, I know, Sherry, I know you want to uh, uh, probably give your sign off. And, uh, Candace, you might want to uh, say a few other words too as well. I just want to well, say it's equally as grateful for me. So that, that's all I have, full gratitude here. <laughs> oh, I love that, Candace. Well, you know, uh, we have so many viewers, and everybody is going through so much stuff. And, and many times every single situation, no matter what that is, is related to stress. So what I wanted everyone to know is it doesn't matter where you live or where Candace is located. Um, you can call her, and I'll let her say her phone number, and we'll try to put that on Facebook too. But just give her a call and set up a, a, a free evaluation, and I guess it's free. I'm sorry, Candace. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and depending on what you're going through, she'll tell you how many sessions um, that you need uh, to accomplish whatever goal that you're going to set just to move beyond it. But like I'll, I'll go back and say for Madison, she said, Mom, I feel like I have slept for 600 days in a row just from one visit with Candace. So That's thank you, Candace. That's the wrinkle I offer a complimentary consult to every client, and I also during that consult will give them one tool that will help them immediately with their situation or circumstance so they can start taking control that day. That way they can honor themselves for you know, making the effort to call. We always want to reward that effort. But you can reach me at 870-919-2747. All right, so everybody, that's uh, Candace's number. And if you want to reach out to her and uh, and get the free consultation and then and then work with her from there, uh, it's 870-919-2747. So don't hesitate to do that. And if you want to email us, feel free to email Sherry or I, and we'll, we'll definitely uh, fire that over to Candace as well. Hey, Candace, thanks so much for being on the show. Everybody, uh, you know, I love to end it this way. Um, thanks for following us on Facebook. Thanks for following us on Instagram. Uh, we love you for listening to the show. And never forget to embrace that you're one of a kind. You're on a very unique journey, and there are no copies or no duplicates out there. It's yours and yours alone. So uh, God created you just for this time. So cherish it and never, ever forget it. We love you guys. Uh, Sherry, I know uh, we'll have another show next week. I don't even know what the date is. I think it's into April. Uh, but we'll be on next Thursday at noon. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, we love you. And uh, always, always remember, wherever life takes you, trust your journey. <laughs> <laughs>